Hello there. Welcome to Holocron Chronicles. This is episode 32. My name's Mark, aka the Canardian, and I'm joined by always joined as always by my trusty uh, co-pilot, Charlie Carden. Charlie, how you doing tonight? Joined by me, I'm always there. Purple rain. That's just become that's becoming my thing. I like I, I like doing that when Dubs cry. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's uh, it's not Monday, which is a big thumbs up. Uh, I'm at home, which is a big thumbs up because my job I travel, so I'm home, but I'm gone for the next three days, uh, and then I'm home again. So uh, in between that, and then I'll and then I'll be podcasting again. Um, so yes, my life is homework, road, podcast, and it works for me. That's great. Excellent. Uh, we are joined. I think this is our first double feature guest lineup. I'm super excited. We have one returning guest and one new guest. We've got Bella and Jake. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> doing good. Awesome. We just got back from California and Woo! we are feeling good. Good deal. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And California, Disneyland, Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. Yeah, Frank and Sons, which if you don't know is like a Costco size comic book shop, basically Whoa. Scott Mate. It is the best wow. store in the entire world. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. if you ever go to Disneyland, you gotta go to Frank and Sons. Yep. Gotcha. Awesome. Fantastic. So it sounds yeah, like I've a very good uh, geeky trip. Make that oh, pilgrimage. Yeah. Now, Mark, you've been down to Florida. Uh, you guys well, just yeah. came back uh, from uh, from California. So, which is the better's Galaxy Edge? Are they the same? Is is it they different in some small ways? Almost identical. There are okay. very few mm-hmm. changes between Florida and California. I think California has some uh, umbrellas, like to shade people from Whoa. the sun. Uh, and, and maybe there's there's a couple of things like swapped on the map, like location wise. But aside from that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know there's identical. a little Easter egg on the Falcon uh, in Florida. In Florida, yeah. that's not in California. Oh, Is that the gotcha. Mini Falcon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> cool. Fascinating. <laughs> That was like one of the things I asked for. I was like, where's the little Falcon? And they're like, uh, that's not, that's in uh, Florida. Like, oh, <laughs> man. I'm all this way here Florida. to see the Falcon. <laughs> the baby Falcon. What, uh, what was your favorite part of Galaxy's Edge? This time specifically, because we've been a few times before, but we've never been able to get into the cantina. So right. this time we got there right when it opened, got on the wait list, and we got in. And it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Even yeah. though, you know, we're not used to drinking at 8 a.m., but it still it. fun. It was awesome. <laughs> and the fireworks, too. We stayed for the fireworks oh, for yep. the first time, and that was really great. Nice. Uh, yeah, I would say those two things were the highlights. Definitely. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, so, Bella, you've been on the show before, but for people who might forget, uh, can you remind people what you do on the internet and where people can find you? Yes. So... Since the last time I was on, I've found a love for cosplaying. So now I consider myself a cosplayer. Excellent. And I do it on my TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. All my handles are it's Bella X Rose. But yeah, I've started cosplaying and it has been like the highlight for me. Every single day I do some sort of different cosplay, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, like anything. That's my new thing that I'm obsessed with. 
Uh, I love how you mix it up. Like you never know if it's going to be like Star Wars, like you said, just Star Wars, different Mm -hmm. comic characters. You never quite know which one, like a lot of cosplayers, it's like they have one or two, they kind of stick with it. It's, it's that kind of thing. And it's, you know, what's this character up to today or what variation of that. And they'll do, you know, their photo shoot for the week or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And you're just, it's like, it seems like you wake up and it's like, what am I going to do today? And it's, it's, it's fun, right? Yeah, pretty much. I've At first, I was like, what is going to be my one thing? Because I thought, you know, I'd find one thing and stick with it. And I don't think I will ever just have one thing because it's so fun. Just every character I can think of. Like today, I ordered like three new ones. I'm like, I just want to keep going. I want to do everyone. I, boy, at my highlight night, I have a closet full. My wife and I were part of a group for a long time that we kind of fell out of. So we don't really have anywhere to go. Um, and now, as I was telling you guys, we run the uh, Star Trek fan club. And when we do events, because we do we do anywhere between like seven and ten events a year uh, that we have a booth and we're recruiting people and stuff. So we're usually in uniform for that. So I have I just added my 18th Starfleet uniform that I'm going to break out of the show in Indiana nice. in a couple of weeks. Cool. Um, but I still have a closet full of Captain America, Spider-Man, I have a Superman, I have a couple Green Lantern, I have some, I have a Luke, I have a Han, I have an original Star Wars character, so just don't have anywhere to wear them. So, and you know, I, I used to just throw one on and April, my wife, would take a picture of me behind the garage or something, but kind of tough to do in the wintertime to trunch out there, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, not quite cosplay, but I did just receive this in the mail today. This is my, oh, nice. my new level up lightsaber. So nice. My, my affiliate link uh, and and uh and check out leveluplightsabers.com this is uh this is their power up model and it's like it's it's great it has like the flicker effect on the, uh, the heck blade. yeah love that wow. uh, just through all the colors and cycles through everything there's different sound fonts it's it's really cool and i i like that uh for anyone not watching the video this is gonna be a little boring but like it's so much thinner <laughs> than my galaxy's edge one which oh, wow. means yeah. it's gonna be mm-hmm. like so much more maneuverable and i was already just kind of doing like some spins and stuff but same thing as charlie just said like it's my my house isn't really like lightsaber spinning friendly mm-hmm. as far as like <laughs> yeah. I tried like a little bit today and kind of right. like yeah I gotta, t- gotta, gotta take like, that nah. gotta take that outside so uh, yeah. so yeah I, once it heats up maybe I'll I'll, I'll go out more but uh, right now I'm, I'm really excited to, to do that like I said affiliate links are in the show notes and uh, on all my pages um, however enough about me enough about lightsabers I want to know a little bit more about Jake so Jake yeah, first yeah. off Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm an Alaskan. I'm a (laughs) tattooer, and I own a tattoo shop as well. And I'm primarily, I would say 50% of what I do is all Star Wars tattoos. I did Bella's sleeve, if you have seen it or will see Mm -hmm. it after the show. Um, Yeah, it's like, I'm just a Star Wars obsessed tattooer, and I try and do it as much as I possibly can. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically who I am. And (laughs) What I am, massive Star Wars nice. fan, and I do tattoos. Yeah, Woo, awesome. good deal. I love it. Do you, like, how did you get into the Star Wars tattooing <clears throat> bit? Because like, it, it, it did it. You just keep doing it, and then like people started recognizing you and coming to it, or did you just mm-hmm. like search out Star Wars fans that want to get tattoos in Alaska? Like, how the hell did that actually kind of? Yeah, work right. As, like, as, well, a, the, as a business model, right? Your, yeah, your niche, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just I have uh, been tattooing up here for like 15 years, and my schedule is always like a year out. And I have clients who have been getting tattooed by me for a long time. 
So whatever I tend to like focus my tattooing in, whether it's like geometric stuff or whatever, primarily I do like sleeves, big work is like all I do. Mm -hmm. So if I want to do stuff in color or Star Wars stuff or whatever, the clientele tends to just kind of show up for that. And there's not really a lot of Star Wars tattooers out there and definitely not in Alaska. So Mm -hmm. for every Star Wars fan that's based here who wants to get tattooed, they're in luck and they just kind of show up. Once I started doing them and then I I did Bella's sleeve, which was like the first... I had done a couple sleeves prior, but none that... um, really got the attention that not even close to the attention that Bella's sleeve got. Right. So once she did that and then she started posting my tattoos on her TikTok, and that got me probably almost all the clientele I have locally. And then now it's just people messaging frequently trying to get tattooed and it just kind of happened. You do, you do one really great one and then you do another one and another one. And before you know awesome. it, it's half of what you're doing. That's a great that's yeah, awesome. I, I have to admit, like that was, I think, and we, I think we talked about this the first time Bella was mm-hmm. on, like that was one of the things that drew me to her TikTok account was like, I think specifically, I think last time I called out the, the Han Solo blaster oh, yeah. tattoo and I thought oh, that was yeah. on you. And then you were oh, like, yeah. oh, that wasn't even me. That was like my <laughs> yeah. boyfriend doing a, yep. a, a tattoo on someone. I was like, we need to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you do some amazing stuff. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I love it. I want to tattoo like every character and as much as possible and I want to do it all. So, so if people want to follow your tattoos or, or check out your shop, where can they go? It's a uh, Jake underscore underscore Scrivener, which is my last name. It's just S C R I V is in Victor N E R. Or you can find me at ultraviolence tattoo, which is on Instagram. Uh, if you search ultraviolence tattoo, it'll pop right up. Perfect. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, so I do also want to ask you a little bit about your Star Wars origin, not just Star Wars tattoos, mm-hmm. but like Star sure. Wars in general. How did you get into Star Wars? What was your first introduction? Uh, prequels. Okay. I actually don't think I have a memory of watching the OG trilogy growing up. I might have. I just don't remember it. But the prequels came out when I was, I think I was 14 or 15 when they came out. Right. And uh, so I saw The Phantom Menace and that was it right there. It hooked me. And then for a long time, I saw the originals after that. And for a long time, I was just kind of a casual fan, but I've been primarily like a comic book fan for my whole life. So since as long as I can remember, I was into comics and X-Men and Avengers and Batman. And uh, then I found out there were Star Wars comics when I was probably like 18 or so, 17, 18. And that's what really hooked me. Like the Legends comics and books are what sunk me full in. I read every single comic I can get. In fact, this closet behind us is like all like a lot of Star Wars comics that I've collected over the years. And from there, it just steamrolled. You know, it was one book after another, and uh, it has taken over my life completely, for sure. <laughs> Amazing. All right. I hear that. Uh, yep. Me too. Love of comics. You might have to check out the the uh, regular Secret Friend show. Charlie and Todd uh, get you over that way, talking about uh, about some more general long, comic booky stuff. As long as they're you know just not Star Wars. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we needle Todd quite a bit. He he is. 
will deny it to himself, but he really does not like Star Wars. I think ultimately, I've decided no. Dang, he loves years. he loves <laughs> to hate Star Wars. I think. He he just uh, he just picks it apart. There's nothing about it that makes him happy, but he mm-hmm. still wants to talk about it. It's yes. it is it's a very it's a very toxic relationship. I hate to see it. toxic relationship. <laughs> so you I think I like it all. Like every yeah. like you know all comics, all genres. Like if mm-hmm. it's if it's in this kind of like. I don't know, sci-fi or superhero or whatever it is, I'm probably going to like it in some mm-hmm. way. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask your favorite Star Wars movie, but I'm also going to ask maybe your favorite comic run as well, since you're oh, such yeah. a comic book fan. I don't think sure. we've had like such a hardcore comic aficionado on, mm-hmm. on the show. So is, uh, yeah, is definitely legends for sure. It's like Cade Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, I think like that, trilogy is what like really hooked me hardcore i think it was one of the first books i really got into and i have reread that countless times uh it's so it's it's legends for sure it's just what it's called mm-hmm. or or, le- or uh legacy legacy yeah sorry legacy. that's right yeah I, I think i've i've dabbled with that one so i know the one you're talking about yeah excellent uh what about favorite movie revenge of the sith for sure 100 percent Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think just growing up with them, it's just like, that's it for me. It's got everything, you know? And, uh, right. I don't even think there's a close second. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. I think that's, uh, that's three in a row. I think wow. we might've had on that uh, revenge of the Sith is at least in their favorites, maybe mm-hmm. if not mm-hmm. like their top favorite, but that's, I think wow. three guests in a row, which, uh, which is odd to get three I, in wow. a row for like, prequels and that specific movie so i think we're, we're on some kind of a streak that's wow. quite exciting um, i feel like in 30 years if you ask uh somebody it's going to be like the force awakens or something oh you 100%. Know? yeah yeah so, that's true yeah, yeah. I, I i and i think we said that last time of or, or maybe the time before uh, talking about like how everyone's pumped now for hayden christian christensen to return and it's like mm-hmm. And like 10 years ago, everyone hated this guy and like <laughs> said he was like the worst and he was wooden and, and like his delivery, just, all this kind of stuff. And now it's like, it, like singing the praises, like, woohoo, he's back. Oh, right, yeah. Anakin back together. Yay. Oh, man. This is the best. And it's, it's such a weird thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure in 15, 20 years, it'll be like, yeah, Ray Skywalker's back again. And people will be yeah, pumped. Definitely. And be like, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it, and I, I love all of the movies anyway, so it's it's just all good for me. But like, it's so weird to see that as someone who loves it normally, like to see that I don't know, like roller coaster of yeah. f- mm-hmm. fandom or something. It's it's so right. strange. True, true, uh, true. Speaking of that, characters and, and actors and whatnot, what is your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, mine is Ahsoka. Same with Ahsoka. Uh, with Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So right. uh, I would say Cade. Kate Skywalker is probably my second, but uh, it's it's definitely Ahsoka all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will watch anything or read anything she's in forever. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you are in hog heaven in what we're going to talk about in a minute here, but certainly it, yeah. with with what's to come, you know, yeah, there's a uh, there, there's a long there's a long legacy of Jedi love coming up on the small screen. So with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Kenobi, and then obviously with uh, with Ahsoka being what I think is what they've got scheduled to. Pre- no, no, Andor will be next, and then and then yeah. Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka, yeah. yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Last question for your Star Wars get to know you a little bit. If you had force powers, would you lean 
Light side or dark side? Uh, light side for sure. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would uh, definitely be fully in the light. Uh, Sidious is also like one of my favorite characters. And, uh, but yeah, even then it's still light side. <laughs> right. I like that. The, I, I, definitive. A lot of people yeah. say, you know, they're uh, mostly light, but I lean a little bit into the dark or like in that gray area. And it's, uh, and, and again, last episode, I, I mentioned that quote that I read or that the article that I read talking about George Lucas saying, like, if you start to lean into the dark side, like it just corrupts. It's like mold. Mm-hmm. You get one moldy mm-hmm. piece of bread and then it's just boom, spread right through, right? I, I don't know how much moldy bread you eat, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Try to stay away. We called off for the first one. Wrecks everything. Yeah. Wreck uh, it. So it's um you know so, so, so hearing someone say just like full on light that's uh, mm-hmm. that's refreshing. That's good. I think I like right. the hero's journey and like what they stand for and mm-hmm. uh yeah that, that uh connects with me quite a bit. So excellent. Awesome. Good day. Awesome. Yeah. Uh well let's get in to speaking of Ahsoka let's let's get into a little bit of. The book of Mando Fett, as yeah. I've been calling the last uh, the Ma- Ma- Mando Dismal. Come on, this episode was only like seventy eight percent of Mando, uh, giving yeah. us well, okay, maybe like eighty two percent Mando, and Boba was batting about that eighteen percent. So you know what? It was, you know, if you look at statistics from episode five to episode six, this was clearly a win for yeah, keeping yeah. the show on brand for the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least he had a cameo appearance this time. Right, kind of nice. There you go. So, chapter six, book of Boba Fett. Uh, overall impressions, uh, Bella, Jake. Do you guys want to go first? Your overall impressions of this episode? Oh yeah, yeah. I loved all of it. It was the best episode of like anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every little thing from start to finish. I think our mouths were open the entire time. Yeah. And the previous episode was one of the best Star Wars episodes oh, I had ever 100%. seen too. So it was yep. like, yeah, I thought, how could they follow like the montage of him building his ship and everything that had happened there and the lore we got on the dark saber and uh, they followed it hard. And we weren't, you know, we knew that when Dave was going to be directing an episode that it would be the best. And uh, it, it was. Yeah. yeah. When we found out that he was directing it, you know, ah- Ahsoka fans were like, please, Dave, like, we know you're going to put her in it. Like, we know you are. And yeah, when yeah. we saw her pop up, we were like, oh, my God. There she Dave. is. Dave. Uh, <laughs> so we, we got a question on uh, on on Twitter from uh, Kid Sidious, Abby, uh, who's also been on the show a couple of times. She oh, I said, I got to know how Bella felt seeing Ahsoka show up. <laughs> And uh, so just, that was it. Just the ecstatic uh, joy. Yes. Like, it, it has been oh. communicated. Literally, like every time I see her on the screen, I just tear up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, the best. Yeah, I think that Bella mostly does the like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. And yeah. he's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I will admit, I get, I get moments of the. <gasps> To, you know, particularly with Grogu. That's, you know, watching it with my wife. Yeah. Again, I, I was telling you guys, uh, you know, in the pre-roll that my wife and I are early risers. And it's weird because tomorrow's Wednesday and there's no show. Uh, so so we, we, would, we would get up and we would be like, all right, we'd leave the lights off in the living room and we've got the big TV. And so it's this big viewing experience. And yeah, it's going to be a bummer. We don't have anything Disney Plus until we get Moon Night, which is at the end of next mm, month. Yeah. Um, so, and, it, it, you cool. know, 
again, Todd, my elder statesman friend, who is the Mister Businessman, says, "Well, they're doing that to hedge subscriptions because they want to they want to snag people back who let their subscriptions fade." And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I want a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some kind. Next week we'll probably get the making of Book of Boba because that yeah. has happened for the previous mm. two shows, and I think yeah. those are really fun to watch. So. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. Well, hopefully, hopefully that'll be what what I what what is on when we turn it on. So that, yeah, that something awesome. to hold so, you over a, a tiny bit. Yeah. We'll we'll get some sort of uh, of Obi Wan retrospective like we did with uh, with mm-hmm. Boba Fett as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, right, the look inside the helmet kind of thing. The uh, under, yeah, under uh, hopefully it won't yeah. be under the robes because that sounds kind of filthy. But <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. especially especially uh, in that hot Tatooine sun, it's like a hot, it's like a cooked hot dog. Uh, Jesus. Hard pass. Hard uh, pass. Charlie, what did you think of this episode? You know, you know, and, and again, talked about this on SFU, uh, because we're bi-weekly and we're weekly over there. So I, I, I have discussed this. You know, it's it's bittersweet because it's a wonderful story. Um, I love how they told it. I love I love the heart uh that we saw exhibited in a lot of the characters, you know, Ahsoka's serenity, um, how you saw uh, you know, uh, Mando's basically yearning. Um, and it was, you know, you know how the memes always proliferate after this came out. So it was one of these, boy, you know that Mando's a dad because when he sees a bench, he just lies down and takes a nap on a bench. Uh, so I love that. that. Love seeing R two. Yeah. Those those spider those those ant droids were fun. The ones who were building Luke's temple, and it was I mean it was Easter egg Haven and and watching yeah. Rogue's yeah. training, and then having to have him to make the Sophie's choice at the end, and and uh, in, and ultimately what leads us in Episode Seven and the choice that he does make to either stay or go. Um, the thing that and again I said this over on on Secret Friends. The thing that really kills me is is that they can't commit to this really being a show about Boba Fett. I mean, they gave, they they gave Mando an episode and, you know, eight tenths, uh, you know, one and eight tenths of an episode that had nothing to do with Boba Fett. And so Mm -hmm. I just, part of me says that sucks. It's very disingenuous. I really don't know why they did it that way. And the other part of me says, you know, when you've got Filoni and you've got Favreau, you, you have, you have an you have an overarching story that simply continues through, no matter what. The same way the trilogies did, you know. I mm-hmm. and, there, and and back in those times, there weren't really stories that that plugged in between because we got you know Clone Wars after the fact, and you know there was Rebels on down the road and and Solo and and different things. But overall, bits and pieces of each other and building, particularly in the the post-Disney acquisition, building towards a more cohesive story like, and guys told you I was going to do this, like they do in Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek is Star Trek, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a bit in a piece here, and a character's going to show up here, and, you know, uh, this and that and whatever it is. So the other part of me, you know, again, off track as always, the other part of me that was very happy was that they told a great story, but it just sucks that it has to be like, well, this is Boba Fett's show, um, yeah. where it just was not. And and I think that that part of it is kind of unfortunate. But again, I, like you guys, was grateful for a well-told story uh, that was filled with um, some Easter eggs that kind of made me happy. Um, it was great to see Luke recast, digitized so much to the point that mm-hmm. he didn't look quite so, so you know... Uh, Oh, my God, what am I like Tarkin? What is that? What, what is the un, the uncanny valley? Didn't feel yeah. quite so uncanny valley. Great. 
They, um, yeah, they did a good job. I really like that, and they did a lot of great things with him uh, as a character, and I really like that, uh, that he had some moments, and his interaction with Ahsoka was terrific. Um, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, oh, so much like your dad is is oh, really yeah. is really kind of a weird irony, because, you know, Hannikin didn't end up being such a great guy in the end with the child <laughs> murder and the <laughs> wife choking and the, yeah, so. Uh, ma- mass murder and things of that nature. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I would love to see you know fireside chats between the two of them. What did she teach mm-hmm. him? And Mark, yeah. I think I, I saw your notes. I don't want to steal your thunder, uh, mm-hmm. but I'll segue right into that and let you talk about that. But I had the same thought. What did he learn from her? She didn't live there on that planet with him. She was visiting because at the end of it, she kind of boogies and whatever it is. But how frequently did she come back? What did that? Oh, very me. You see. Mark's a night owl, but I can't. This late night stuff is not great for me. Um, what it's did a, an hour or two later for me? Isn't I it? know, I know, I know. You're harassing me like Axer does. I just when you get up early is what happens. But of course, you have a baby, so you don't sleep. So it probably becomes academic. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what did what did she learn from him? How much time did they spend together? Was it a May December romance? I have no idea. That would be kind of cool if it was. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh no, oh, there's no God. way. Mark, back to you. Just dropping the bombs and then leaving it for me. Is, uh, yeah. I pick up the rubble of whatever the hell you just said. Uh, that you just, that just threw me right off. That romance. I, I, yeah, no, yeah. I saw the Star Wars theory had somebody had made like a T-shirt or art for him, and it was uh, Ahsoka Luke in love, basically. And yeah, no. Oh, so I'll, Luke, right. Luke I'll be on, I'll be honest with you. That just literally that was very stream of consciousness for me. I had not planned. <laughs> a lot of this is, you know. But yeah, I thought, you know, why not? Why the hell not? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, because they're both very non-traditional characters. I mean, Ahsoka is uh, Ahsoka abandoned the order. She's a Force practitioner, but she's not a Jedi per se. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's like, so that gets me into what I was, I was going to say, uh, and I, I will jump in there and say, because she's not a Jedi, I'm wondering if Ahsoka still finished some of Luke's Jedi training. Like, would mm-hmm. she have still passed on a bit of that? We saw he got better with a lightsaber. Who was he training under? Was it Ahsoka? Uh, we, you know, uh, he, I would he's think, obviously yes. changed. He's, you know, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's grown it. And this doesn't seem like the first time they've been together. This like one scene. Cause she's saying you're so much like your father and, and will I see you again? So it, it kind of sets it up. Like, you know, she has been coming by and like giving him instruction at least. And I'm wondering as much as I also love Ahsoka, if that may have been kind of the start of the downfall of Luke because mm-hmm. I'm wondering if she got in his head with some of the old ways of like, look, if you brought your father back to the Jedi, the light side, uh, maybe it's not as bad as it was, or I thought it was when I left. So maybe there's some good and, and some stuff that we can still, still do with the council's teachings. And I wonder if that's kind of what got in Luke's head because it, it was very, <sighs> I, very kind of Sith-esque of making Grogu make that choice of like, choose your family or choose to be a Jedi. It was very, very stuck yeah. in the old ways. Right. And, and I'm also wondering, yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, it could have been Luke uh, also letting go of the attachment of wanting a student 
and feeling like he has to train Grogu because he mm. is powerful in the force. So it could be the complete opposite. I, yeah. I do think that there's a lot to learn from Ahsoka because Ahsoka is basically the physical embodiment of the light side. Uh, she's not a Jedi, but that doesn't mean that she's not the best Jedi or what a Jedi should be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like in teaching Luke, you know, uh, he can only benefit really. I, I don't see like the downside. I don't know if Luke's like such a strong minded character that <clears throat> I feel like pushing him in any direction, he's probably going to make up his own mind on what he feels is right or wrong. Mm. And yeah, I, I do think there's some lessons in there and I'm sure that at some point we'll get backstory on that and what they've done and how she helped him or, you know, cause he, Luke really, I mean, he got training, but it wasn't like Ahsoka's training. That's for sure. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, definitely not. Right. Yeah. It, it, I mean, his was basically an extended summer camp montage that happened yeah. in about 20 minutes. So, yeah. uh, but again, strong with the force, you know, strong with the force takes care. Cause what the hell training did Ray get? It was mm-hmm. kind of the same shit. You know, yeah, she yeah. just, well, if, if, if you've got it, you've got it. And if you don't, with, yeah, you can work at it a little bit, but. N- not quite. With Ray, because she's a dyad, she got all the training that Ben did. Mm. Oh. That's a nice little loophole. I like that. Yeah, okay. I like you know what? I, I never considered that. Yet at, the, yet, yet, yet at the end of it, they made out and it killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, well, talk yeah. about! I mean, there's there's any number of pop songs in there. Love stinks. Love hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, too much love will kill you, Queen. You know, I mean, uh, it, yeah. It, and yeah. Grogu might end up with Luke at again at some point. You know, absolutely. Uh, Grogu's life is long, and right. who knows, like what what happened between them down the road. You know, and I, mm-hmm. I like the idea of Grogu being with uh, Din more than Luke for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to see him train. But mm-hmm. I also like the idea of him becoming a force sensitive, tiny Yoda Mandalorian. Like that right. is just going yes. to sell the most toys and it's going <laughs> to be the cool story. I mean, you so know I'm what? Di- yeah. Disney knew where their bread was buttered. They're like, oh, we'll stick oh, him off yeah. with Luke. Eh, that shit's not going to work out. Where's the sales potential in that? No, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the funny thing, like we've obviously with, with the episode before we learned that there was a Mandalorian Jedi. That's where the dark saber came right. from. Mm-hmm. So like, As, they have like, yeah. such a yep. bad time with him that they said, you can either be a Mandalorian or you can be a Jedi. There's no in between. Like, is that, mm-hmm. or was it just like, you're way too attached to your dad. You can either go with him or you can be a Jedi. There's no in between there. So it was, for me, it was kind of like, what, what is this? But I am happy that he went with his dad. Yeah. I mean, you know, and again, Luke is, you know, he's flying, he's kind of flying without a net. There's yeah. there there's really nobody but Ahsoka to let him know what's what, and she's not mm-hmm. even really a Jedi. You know, mm-hmm. she yeah. uh, she got the boot. She was still a kid. She was still Padawan. And then when they asked her if she wanted to come back, she's like, you know what? If this is the way y'all are going to do me, then fuck you. I'm out. I'm going to yeah. go do my own thing. And she did. And she, I mean, she was one of the. She was Fulcrum. She was one of the founders of the rebellion. She is a powerful in her own right without being a, you know, basically robe wearing uh, dogma following Jedi, you know, mm-hmm. breaking apart the code. Luke, again, a very, tra- you know, non-traditional upbringing mm-hmm. um, who still found his way in the force and for better or for worse, still found a way to finally destroy Palpatine twice. You know, mm-hmm. through through his influence. So anyway, yeah, we have so tons much. of like uh, like 
dark side characters that aren't Sith as well, like Ventress and right. Maul, I guess you consider not a Sith, uh, you know, he's an acolyte, I guess you could say, but, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so I don't see why we can't have some official gray Jedi now right. or 100%. just force people with just force, force abilities that aren't in general, yeah. lighter. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. a gray Jedi is such a commentary on what really life is. There's so very little as you get older in life that is so ex- incredibly black and white, you know, life throws you a lot of change-ups and so life is gray. So I mm. appreciate that more and more as a story element where, you know, some of the finest moments, again, in Star Trek have to do with social commentary and looking at how world, the, you know, how life really is, how the human race really is through a sci-fi lens. And a gray Jedi, I think, is probably the finest example of that in Star Wars. So I, mm. I embrace that. I like it. It's very Star Trek. Very yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> shifting away from most of this episode being about Luke Grogu and that that choice we also got a character from the the, the cartoons another character showing up in in uh Cad Bane mm-hmm. facing off against the comic character uh Cobb Vanth what did you guys think about that little showdown and and finally seeing Cad it was a lot of this in person yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we it was it was fantastic. I mean, great uh, transition from, you know, the page to the stage, uh, from, mm-hmm. the, you know, the tune to the real life. Uh, clearly, you had the same voice actor. I have no idea who, you know, p- portrayed him physically. You know, somebody mm-hmm. tall and handsome, which, you know, a voice actor is not necessarily tall and handsome. So you don't know that that was necessarily the case. But they really nailed it um, and, yeah. uh, you know, propelled us into um, into episode seven. Again, that shot that Cobb Vanth took did not look fatal. Um, but they, so we went from the week to the next and I just winged him and he's got, I mean, it happens in every Western. I just took one in the army. He's good. Now his deputy, who's total dipshit, by the way, got shot like 50 times. And we're like, well, you know, he's an idiot anyway. It was, it was coming. It was a total setup. So yeah, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think Cobb was, was fatally injured, but then we find out, uh, obviously that his story does go on though. I won't, I, I won't put the cart before the horse, so to speak, getting into right. talking about episode seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Bella, what did you guys think of, of those characters uh, interacting? Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. He looked incredible. Uh, it was spot on for what I imagined him in live action. His uh, entrance was exactly what we wanted it to be. Yeah, it was iconic. Even if it, it was, was impractical. Like, did yeah. he actually just walk <laughs> across just a full desert just to, like, shoot That's someone right. and turn around and walk <laughs> yeah. back? Yeah, I was really trying to figure out the uh, transpose, tra- the transpose situation on Tatooine yeah. because people do a lot of walking across what appears to be yeah. hundreds of kilometers of, of empty desert. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what's up with that? If it's if Jesus it looks good, that's all that matters. Well, yeah, I did. I, I spent too much time with you, Mark, with the, your it, yeah. with your metric system. Knock it off. Right. Knock it <laughs> off, mate. Your uh, your beaver tail and maple syrup are in the mail. Oh, uh, I like it. Very good. Give me some of the, I, I hear that poutine doesn't travel so well, but I'm I'm still here for it. It gets a little soggy, but I'll 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 make it work. <laughs> all uh, right. <laughs> anything else stuck out for you guys for uh, for chapter six before we jump into chapter seven? No, just, I mean, that it was incredible. I know it was uh, a little fan service-y, but I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, me too. Like, and I I'll want take all it. the fan service. I feel like a lot of the times Star Wars or Lucasfilm feels like it has to hold back content. Like, we can't give them this. We need the, right. you know, or whatever. And I say, just give it to us. Like, open the floodgates. Right. Let's see it all. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's entertainment. So why is 
being entertained something we should feel shame over because mm-hmm. that's oh god it was all fan service and blah, 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 blah. oh the fanboys this thing and that thing who gives a shit are we just yeah. supposed to be are we just but this is where i argue with todd I, it's it doesn't have to be shakespeare it's star wars it can yep. just be explosions and monsters and what it's it's freaking there if you're not entertained Go watch a Shakespeare. It's good. And I know I feel bad just railing on him because I'm doing a lot of it. And I know he'll listen to this, but he knows how I feel. It's just it doesn't have to be Shakespeare in the park. It's it's Star Wars. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. going to be fan servicey. There's going to be explosions. There's going to be stuff that just doesn't really add up. Um, but if you enjoy it and it's fun and it makes you smile and pump your fist, hasn't it really done what it's supposed to do? Yeah, it was yeah. I, I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, speaking about fist pumping fun action, let's start talking about chapter seven. Cause like, oh, mama! Final showdown. We knew that this was going to happen. Like, we knew that this was where it was leading to. Probably could have predicted some of the things. A lot of us were hoping for a few more cameos, I think. Always. Uh, the, the, the fan service. The fan service. Yeah. Which, you know, that's, yeah. that's okay. I had crazy theories about like Leia showing up at least, maybe even Han. Yeah, yeah. there was that rumor. Yeah. And then Luke. Uh, and Jack- I. I yeah, my friend John was like, Kira, because he loves Amelia Clark. Oh, Kira, why can't we get... Because Crimson, Crimson Dawn is so pivotal in the comics really right now. With Crimson yeah. Dawn was yeah. going to show up too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought that was... But I thought that was going to be like the stinger. Like the pikes right. Right. were kind of like there, but like Crimson Dawn was kind of pulling all the strings behind. I right. thought that was going to be like where we saw like the back to tank at the end. Like I thought that was going to be like Kira just being like, all right, now we know what's going on. Like, you know, yeah, right. that kind of yeah. stinger. But like, I really thought Luke was going to bring Grogu back. I thought the right. decision was yes. going to be the right. same, but right. I did not expect it just to be like, R2, just take him away. Like that kind of, <laughs> yeah. I expected Luke to jump out and be like, what's going on on my home planet? I need Luke, to help some shit. Luke's probably like, t- yeah. he's you like know, Tatooine, you know, fuck that. He just, he <laughs> only came back to Tatooine the one time, yeah. at least in the movies though, in the comics, he did a bunch of times after, saying that famous well i'm never coming back to this planet again in the end of episode four it's like yeah right you know tatooine yeah. is for no good reason the center of the star wars universe yeah i mean yeah. not yeah. because not only was it all over the place in mandalorian it was the setting of this show it's the setting of kenobi we assume um and it was all over the place in in the other trilogies as well so yeah. t- Tatooine is well, I guess not so much in the sequel trilogy. Just it was the last, the very last scene. But you know, and that's again, people people who hate the fan service like Todd are like, oh, Tatooine, or even my friend John, who is our other secret friend and big Star Wars fan. Oh, I hate Tatooine. Never want to see Tatooine again. But then we get my friend Mark, who's like. What's the connection between tattooing and the force? Why is it so important? I don't know. There could be yeah. something to that. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a place. It, yeah. You know, is Tatooine, like, is the core of Tatooine just a giant kyber crystal? Like, I'm why sure does this be place resonate? It could be. Point, right? You know, like by, by contrast, 100% of sitcoms on all of networks, of, of across all of network TV, are set on Earth. So are, are we going to rail against that? <laughs> Why, why can't this be set on the moon? Why can't we get a sitcom yeah. on Venus? What's going on? What's the deal? Why can't it be on the sun? Right. That'd be a hot one. Oh! Uh, yes! Uh, so what, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. As, as Like I said, it could have been a little predictable, but I just thought like top to bottom, it was just go, 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 action, action, action. Mm-hmm. Let's have, you know, we got the Boba riding a, man, uh, a Rancor. We got... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it just you know boba and and din doing the the like choreographed shooting right the back to back like and like saber tooth uh, and wolverine and the the wolverine origins movie back to back fantastic pew, i love pew, it pew. um what what did you guys think? Uh Jake Bella, you guys want to chime in on on chapter I, 7 overall? I kind of felt the opposite. I and I, I'm pretty sure Bella felt the same way. We both felt kind of deflated after the episode ended. Hmm. I feel like uh that is the fault of like Robert Rodriguez aside from episode 2, which I thought was incredible. Anytime that we're watching a Robert Rodriguez episode, we're kind of just let down. We're like it just doesn't quite hit the way the rest of the episodes did. And there was a lot of stuff in the episode that I loved. You know, like mm-hmm. the Rancor scene was great. Uh, seeing Mando and Boba fight was the great. The Mando and Boba fight, the choreograph, like you said, was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so the awesome. Boba's we were like, finally! Double shot, the shot yes. from the knee, the two blaster, like, take four guys out in, like, half a second. It was, right. yeah, so good. But yeah, to, to that point, yeah, like, and I think that was, I don't even think maybe like a specifically Rodriguez problem. Like that was kind of the overarching problem with book of Boba Fett. Like yeah. it was flashy and there were good bits, but like, did it go anywhere really by the end yeah. of it? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why they didn't. We like, we should have seen, I feel like we should have seen Luke and Boba meet again. You know, I, I that could have been, the entire beginning of that episode and we just scrapped everything where they're hiding out in that blown up building mm-hmm. like that didn't really serve much of a purpose. Uh, there was a, there's, I, I don't know. There was a lot of weirdness with that episode. I felt yeah. like for finale didn't quite have the, like the Mando episode two feel. And I wanted to right. end book of Boba being ecstatic that it happened and that I was excited. And instead mm-hmm. I was just like, that was it. Yeah, right. I think that's exactly what we said too. Especially, I know we're skipping ahead, but the end credit scene, we were like, yeah, no, uh, that was it. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I feel like, and again, I'm, I'm going to go back to my friend John, uh, who said Boba Fett is, he's ketchup. He's a mm-hmm. condiment. He is not a hot dog. And Mando mm-hmm. is a hot dog. Man, A hot dog is the star of its own shit. You know, it's on the plate. Maybe you got some baked beans. Maybe you got some potato chips. And then you have ketchup. And, but you know, Man- Mando is hot dog and, and, and Boba is ketchup. Um, because he just, hot dog? what's that? Is that like, do you say baked beans with a hot dog? I mean, like not it, like fries or something. This is, this is America, Jack, and like a barbecue. <laughs> okay. I know you guys don't have 4th of July there in Canada, but that's a very typical like 4th of July. It made, it made, it made sense to us. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Thank cool, you cool, very cool. much with this Canadian heathen over here for the love. I don't of know, like, like hot dogs I, and poutine. I don't know. Like, you could, that so made sense like, to me. Piggyback out that, I think that maybe, and I, I do feel that they probably learned this with this last season that. They're just using Boba wrong. I feel like Boba mm. is more of a John Wick kind of character who right. needs to show up, kick a tremendous amount of ass, and then just that's it. That's all he walk, does. And walk away from an explosion like Wolverine yeah. again in that movie. <laughs> Wolverine walking away from the exploding helicopter. Yeah, they did. You know, and again, you had a bunch of characters who called him soft. Oh, dude, you mm-hmm. went soft. And he didn't just like throat punch him when they said that, or even Fennec. He was just like, no, nah, I'm not soft. I'm just. Blah blah blah, this thing and that thing or whatever, you know, and it's just You're getting too old for this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's just, you know, I'm tired of getting my, you know, nuts caught in a tractor over some guy's stupid shit or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was, it was ketchup. It was ketchup. 
again, probably the most, you know, kind of pew pews per minute, I would say, uh, although, you know, again, Mando season two finale will take the cake. I don't, I just don't know how they could ever top it. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of pew pews in that one, but this was more explosion and more just, yeah. But again, you're right. It was kind of like, that was it. Mm-hmm. What else, what else you got for me? You know, yeah, you're, it, it just, it, it was entertaining and again, mm-hmm. trying to remember that Star Wars is not Shakespeare. I wasn't looking for great depths or, you know, something, you know, that would absolutely blow my mind because my mind was just so blown enough by seeing, like, we got Luke Skywalker back in Mando mm-hmm. and he's doing Jedi shit. And then he rescues, you know, little Greggy. Greggy is what I call Grogu because the, the, <laughs> the, the week that he got named, my wife and I were walking out of a Meyer, which is, this, uh, uh, which is a, a super grocery store here in the Midwest. And I was talking about the episode, and I said it was what the hell did they name him? It was something with a G. It was I said I, I'm just going to call him Greggy. He's Greggy. I like Greggy. So yeah, we have, a, we have Grogu's not a great name. We have Greggy. We have a Greggy on a, a little um, a stand by the front door that uh, my wife got for oh, yeah. Christmas a couple of years ago from my yeah. mother. And so yes, Greggy is our, and he, he's the only thing that's allowed to be on that table. That is Greggy's table. Uh, and then my son found out that how much my wife loved Greggy. So her office, because we both work from home, is covered with all this Grogu stuff that, that <laughs> he got for her in the last couple of years. So there's a lot of Greggy going on here. That's so funny. Yeah. I loved the uh, seeing them reunite, though. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was like... That was so good. That scene, we're like, oh my god, this is the cutest thing I've just, ever seen. He force jumps into Greggy. Yeah. Into yeah. Daddy! Yeah. Daddy. Oh, yeah. oh my god that was it for me like there were so many moments because you know i have a a 20 month old son that's very similarly like excited to see me and i'm excited to see him the mm-hmm. best part of my day is when i walk in the door and he runs over to me oh and, i remember like I remember jumps up like. and it was right. that exact like i'm watching it and it's that kind of moment for me of like oh that's us. I'm yeah. watching myself in Star Wars right now. That right. is pretty cool. Uh, so watching this episode, I think I got caught up in a lot of that part of it where it meant something yeah. because it was yeah. kind of like seeing that like yeah. Star Warsian version of, uh, you know, myself and my son or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like after I watched it a second time, I was like, that was like a summer popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. where you know that used to be good for like I'll, I'll think superhero movies in general kind of thing you know like we got we've had some good and some bad superhero movies and like to me the mandalorian has been like the best of like the captain america or avengers movies when they're like just hitting on all cylinders right yeah. and this one was kind of like the hulk or something where it was like it was all Ed Norton. That's, that was fun. Like there are some explosions and some some cool fight scenes and stuff. But like maybe the Hulk is better in an ensemble cast instead mm-hmm. of leading his own thing. And maybe that's the, kinda, the, like, the, the Hulk like you guys, is your, he's your ranch dressing. That's what he yeah. is. And <laughs> like you guys said, like that was that was it, right? Like it was maybe Boba is better when he just comes in, kicks a ton of ass, 
and then the 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 meat or the hot dog of the show, Charlie, uh, you know, keeps taking over or the poutine. That's it. It'll stick to your ribs. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think of the most controversial part of this episode? And of course, I'm talking about the super flare Power Ranger spin uh, when the dude was holding up Black or Santin and does his. Uh, Robert, Ru- the, the only way you could say like Desperado, that is straight from yeah. that. Like it is just uh, a completely unnecessary spin. I defended it by saying that uh, SCAD, which is the, the gentleman's name, uh, is the Wolverine of Tatooine. Uh, so Wolverine, <laughs> as a comic fan, you bet your Wolverine dresses in bright yellow so he can draw the fire away from the younger X-Men students who might mm-hmm. not be able to regenerate. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, he's pulling off some sweet spins as a distraction to keep the fire away from Kersantin <laughs> and uh, let them kind of get into position and prop themselves up and get ready to fire. And he's drawing the fire away with his sweet, sweet spins. I uh, paid probably absolutely yeah. zero attention to that. That was that wasn't even over my head. I think it was under my under my butt. That was just ooh, <laughs> just ooh, there's nothing. So what, what did you guys think of that? Uh, I think uh, your take is the most optimistic way to possibly ever look at it. Yeah. I feel right. like those set of characters. I mean, the yeah, I would be fine if I never saw him. No, no offense to the actor or those bikes in Star Wars ever again. I think that the like uh, female lead of the bike gang looked badass. Like her mm. costume design is incredible. I think she looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with some character development, I might end up really liking her as a character. But the dude, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the dude, yeah, just not doing it for you. The I'm kind of in agreement with him, but also disagree. I think if they do the characters right, they could be really cool. Like mm-hmm. I'm optimistic about what they could be because I think they just look so badass. Yeah. Um, as far as the spin goes, I honestly didn't think like so when it happened. I like in my head, I was like, "Oh, geez!" Like I think I said that. Oh, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna become this huge thing. But yeah. I mean, it is. I like, couldn't believe how and, fast they had gifts and movies. Oh my yeah. god! Well, that was like, us. We that were was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, we were at Disney on Sunday, and we were we had about an hour to kill before the fireworks went off, and so we sat there making memes of that one clip. It we're was funny him, ideas. him spinning and shooting, and the neos like going back. <laughs> we need to post that. Yeah. still. Yes, please. I was gonna say I don't remember Woman. seeing that. You guys no, digging yeah. off her shield. Oh yeah, yeah right. Woman. Amazing. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it was an OG's moment for me. I, mean, I feel like that's yeah. a lot of Robert Rodriguez. Like, you know, yeah. like he does. A, he's done a lot of fun films for sure, mm-hmm. but I just do not think he's the right fit for Star Wars personally. And I do think that um, Bryce Howard would be a much better Ooh. fit to take over. Oh yeah, he's so Boba, good. like the handling of Boba. Her episode was probably aside from Dave's episode just being like the kind of content I like her episode, as far as how it looked and how it flowed, everything about it for me was perfect. So more Bryce Howard, less Robert Rodriguez. I I can dig that. I can agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love her stuff too. All right. So to wrap it up, Charlie, what, uh, what do you think of the book of Boba Fett overall? 
to be honest with you, it's much more of a library book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it was, um, I just, I, I feel bad because I just never really feel that he's a starring character. You know, I feel like he's, uh, you know, not to get too metaphysical, he's kind of a guest star in his own life. You know what I mean? I did take a tip, and again, I bring up my friend John, who said, you know what, I, I, was, I, I watched it again with my son, his adult son, but we watched the whole thing at once, binging this deal, watching it from stem to stern. And I think April and I did that like from midday on a Friday and finish it on a Saturday morning just so I could be prepared for this. That's the way to watch this deal because a lot mm. of the, uh, you know, it, it's just very disjointed to break up the flashbacks plus what's happening in present, whatever it is. So it, it is great to view it as one story. But again, you know, Bob is a guest star in his own life and mm. it just did not make for what I think kind of the best is yet to come with the three shows that we know are being made right now, plus Bad Batch Season 2, which I'm really hoping for more because, you know, I was 50-50 on Bad Batch, Mark, and I talked about this. Um, I just feel like in the pantheon of Star Wars productions we've had, and again, uh, we were Jake, you and I were talking that neither of us really dug on Visions very much, but I know, Mark, mm-hmm. you were a fan. Um, this, is, this, is, this is definitely in the bottom, bottom quarter of, of Star Wars shows for me. It just really did not... Didn't didn't rise to the heights I needed it to. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go, you know, out of uh, out of you know whistling birds. If I was to give it a, a ranking out of ten, this is this is probably a fiver. You know, it just mm-hmm. it just did not blow me away. It's sit, sitting squarely at fifty percent of fifty percent. You know, it's like a D minus for effort. I hate to say it, but you know, sh- mm-hmm. do better do better for me, Star Wars. I am here for it. A lot, you know. Again, it's a love affair. Just like I was saying with Star Trek, I'm the same say with Star Wars. I will always give Star Wars another chance. You can always, you know, hurt me, but come back. Come back and hurt me some more. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake Bella, what do you, what do you, kind of echo Charlie's sentiments or are you mm-hmm. thinking a little bit differently? Yeah. So, like, going on the, like, rewatching aspect of it, like, I'll probably rewatch the whole series from start to finish. But, like, in the future, I think I'll probably only rewatch episode five and six. Because those were the only episodes that I was excited about. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And I, I also agree with the 5 out of 10. But for me, it's only a 5 because of those two episodes. Like, that's what which, got it from a 0 to which a 5. Is, which really makes it 2 out of 10. Or, right. like, 3.5 if you three really if you, if you reduce that down even further. So, yeah, it's just... Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a sad way to look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, it, again, yeah. you know, when, when, when you position a show... Uh, to have a starring character because his name is in it. It's not like it's Star Wars, you know, Wacky Times on Tatooine or something, and Boba Fett's a character. That's one thing. And then if he's a character and other characters are interplay, whatever it is, but being the book of Boba Fett and he just didn't really do anything mm-hmm. and he didn't really feel like he was a star, that's that's a bummer and that's what makes it a failure for me. I wonder yeah, if like, it would be better with a different title, just like The Book of Tattooing yes. or something. Right? Yeah, Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Yeah, that's there you what go. Well, that, yeah, that's Because yeah. it rolls right off the tongue. Rolls yeah. right off the tongue, you bet. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what did, what did you think? You kind of echo their sentiments? Yeah, uh, similar to my favorite episodes in any show we've gotten so far, live action show, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, in Boba Riding the Rancor is, I can't complain about that. It was really cool, but... It just fell a little flat, and uh, I probably will watch episode two and then, uh, you know, 
was it five and six five and six i'll probably rewatch those episodes a lot more than i'll watch the rest of the show there were Mm -hmm. parts in the other episodes that we liked yeah we did Mm -hmm. like seeing the tuscans obviously like the the badass tuscans was really cool to see right right but as far as just like everything else it was just like we weren't interested yeah i do want to see more though that's one thing that i don't want it to seem like i don't want to see if they did a book of boba fett too i i would definitely love to see that i would love to see him and fennec and chrysanthemum on the road taking bounties and kicking ass i would watch the hell out of that so Mm -hmm. i want more to more morrison in every way possible and i love fennec shand but the direction of I, i just hope they and I'm assuming they will learn a lot from this season and right. do it differently right. in the future. And it seems like they're going to take it in a different direction. Yeah. Based on what he said, you know, what did he say? Like, that we're not meant for we're this. We're not meant for this. Yeah. 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 We're like, yeah. okay, season two is going to be very different if they do it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. So a few episodes ago, I said, like, is this just like a dog chasing a car kind of thing? Like, Boba saw <laughs> this opportunity, was just like, yeah, screw it. I guess I'll go take over the crime syndicate mm-hmm. in Tatooine. And it's like, but what's he going to do when he does that? And I, I wasn't sure at that point, like, if he had an end goal or if there was a, a kind of path in mind. And by, the, by that line, like, I think I was right. Like, it, it, he just he was just going doing yeah. whatever it was i i have a musical reference as i frequently do this would be the eagles uh i think from their last album after the thrill is gone what do you do when your dream comes true and it's not quite what you planned yeah think about really it perf- yeah think about that's it, it. Yep. yeah that's it um so todd our other shared co-host mentioned in our discord would you wish that they would have had more flashbacks of other parts of Boba's life, like Cad Bane, rela- Cad Bane's relationship, uh, rather than spend so much time with the Tuscans and then go off and meet Mando? Do you guys think this would have enhanced your viewing no. of the show, getting a little bit more of Boba's backstory in live action, or do you ah, think it was just? I mean, of- not really, because we've seen it all. You know, we saw it in Clone Wars; it was pretty well documented, and it it was. It was it was it was not impactful of anything else that was going on, mm-hmm. um, where, where the Tuscan part at least told you okay, or, or ostensibly was to shape for you why he had this goal to be like I was with the Tuscans and it changed me and now I want to be a responsible criminal. Which still you're kind of like eh, what okay, but yeah, if we had like well here's you know it was stuff that we had already seen, so it wouldn't have been any new material. So I wouldn't have seen any point to be like you know here he is in the the train heist episode of the clone wars where he was with bosk and all this different stuff. It's like, mm, okay, who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys got to agree. Yeah. I would have liked a couple of the flashbacks to be different for sure. Mm. Uh, and at first I was kind of surprised that we were kept going back to the Tuscans. And after episode two, I was really excited that we did. Cause I, I, I loved everything about that episode from start to finish. Um, but uh, I think a couple Different backstories could have been good, maybe. But I think the the problem with the show, aside from backstories, would have been to have a, a villain. Maybe if we had a backstory with yeah. an actual villain that was scary, and then that carried into modern-day Boba. Yeah, that would have been a flashback I would have liked to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, what, and, what do, and, what do you, and what do you think, little one? What do you think? <laughs> no commentary. Uh, yeah, and that, that was – like there was no – I mean, we had like the Pike Syndicate, but they're kind of like faceless, armored fish yeah. people kind of thing. Yeah. It's like right. there was no like we had Cad Bane, but he showed up and then 
kind of like did his Cad Bane thing and then got stabbed through the chest. And it was just kind of like, well, yeah, cool. Okay. You're like, uh, how compelling. Thank you. But, <laughs> and I mean, like, it seemed like Filoni wanted that. He, he did with it. There were animatics of that from as far back as the clone wars that they never right. aired. So like, he's kind of wanted to kill off Cad Bane and right. have Boba mm. kill off Cad Bane. Uh, and I did like that. It was with the gaffy stick. That was cool. Oh yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, Agreed. Yeah. Overall, I, I kind of agree with you guys. It was, um, you know, it, it it was entertaining at times, but uh, but definitely it wasn't. I, I think up to, to Mando standards. So, right. Yeah. Uh, right. We'll, I we'll mean, and, sure. and, and again, it's a very high bar. And let's hope that we're not having the same conversation as we watch Kenobi and Andor and God forbid Ahsoka. That it's just like, well, you know, they had mm-hmm. some moments and blah blah blah, but it's not Mando. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's hope. You're right. Let's hope that they turn up their their game, and you know, they don't turn. Um, you know, Cassian Andor into poutine, you know, and they don't turn, you know, Ahsoka into God forbid potato salad. You know what I mean? It's just, we just don't, we just don't want it to be happening like that. Absolutely not. And worst case scenario, Bella, you got a pretty kick-ass hat out of all of this. So there you go. Yeah. I think the future of Star Wars Boba is hat. like overall, like we couldn't yeah. be in a better, Star Wars yeah. couldn't be in a better place. Mm. We couldn't be looking forward. Like the, the future is perfect for Star Wars. So, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, it's, I'm great that I'm here complaining about episodes of Book of Boba. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. True. It's nice to have something to, to complain about. That's, that's at least still entertaining. It's not like total shit. So <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's good enough that we care to, right. to complain about some stuff. So that's, yeah. that is a good place to be. I care to care. Good yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This was great. Thank you so much. Um, one last time before we go, remind people where they can find you on the internet uh, and, and all the things you guys do. For me, if you're interested in any sort of Star Wars content, cosplays, tattoo stuff, anything, it's it's Bella X Rose on everything. Mm-hmm. And mine is Jake uh, underscore Scrivener, S-C-R-I-V-N-E-R. And uh, check out some Star Wars tattoos. Heck Excellent. yeah. And you guys... Because like I gotta I gotta oh yeah oh Imperial merch co merch co totally forgot about that yeah rock on Imperial merch we're all Um, surrounded by Imperial merch shirt here that I wanted to show but you have about fifty shirts I know we have a Boba shirt perfect even though he's technically not a bounty hunter yeah we got a Boba shirt (laughs) all right good deal. So you guys, yeah, you guys are doing a little bit of everything. It's, it's great. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's just kind of something, something there where they're like cosplay, tattoos, stickers, shirts, merch, whatever it is you guys kind of Star Wars is basically on. our whole life. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And even like collectibles. We didn't even touch on collectibles. We'll have to have you guys oh, yeah. That's a show whole off some of your shelf. Big and time. It's, it's oh yeah. Ridiculous. And same it's here. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Good deal. Um, well, thank you guys once again for coming on. This was fantastic, and uh, there's there's always more Star Wars to talk about. So we'll we'll have to have you back. Awesome, you awesome. thank yeah. you so much. Good deal. And I did pipe over to our chat some of my cosplays. I'm sure not as good as yours, but I, I did uh, <laughs> I, I did I'm the best I could. Yeah, I <laughs> did awesome the best. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Well, cool. All right, friends. As always, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you as always that sharing is caring, and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you, Rex. Play us out. <laughs> I'm just letting them go this time. I'm recording this. Usually I cut them off. I'm just, I'm just going to see how it works.
you guys feel like you're back in Ogas? I bet you do. Oh yeah. 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 I didn't know like that Max survived. Right 